It's your guy Uncensored, giving you the best footballing lesson outside of a Ronaldo step over. Before we start, be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss out on all our content. Join the conversation, use the hashtag Momentum. Evening, Dell. Evening, evening, mate. How are you going on? What's happening, Dell? It's a little, little bounce in the step today. I like it. I love it. That's what I like to hear, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh... Obviously, as we're talking, obviously, it's like the, um, the result has just happened. But, geez, Dell, I have to start with you. Uh, how did you feel after that? Well, how do you feel now? In fact, not after that. It's after the fact now. Well, how do you feel now? Uh, it's still a sinking. Oh, sorry, hold on. I was just listening to uh, the hat trick here or there. Um, sorry, it's still it's still got a sinking. Um, I don't think it's going to sink in until tomorrow when I'm gutted that I can't get a ticket to the final. <laughs> um, okay, but um. Yeah, for once, actually, I believe that they could actually do something up until the last minute. I I was just, the second half performance was just enough where I think, um, what do you call it? Uh, it? There's a lot of exaggeration around Ajax. They're a very good young team, but if you put them under pressure... They struggle, and we finally got pressure in the second half. I just can't believe the outcome, though, because I just to leave it so late uh, does nobody's heart condition any good whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I hear uh, that. But, but um, I'll take it um, if they can just not get beat on Sunday. We would have had a good season. You talk about Sunday. I, I thought you'd be like at least enjoying the evening so far. As you talk about Sunday, uh, football's about the next game. I think some famous people have said this game's over. We've won it. We're in the final. Uh, you just got to move on to the next game. To be honest, uh, I, you know what, I'm probably talking nonsense, but. I can't believe that they're in the final. I was looking at uh, Sky Sports News there and it, the banner headline, Tottenham in Champions League final. I can't. I can't. Actually, all English Champions League final for I think only the second time yeah, yeah. ever. The first one was, let's hope it's better than that Manchester United-Chelsea one. But, um, yeah, I just, I think it's going to be a good final. I hope so. I hope so. Well, let's not let's let's not leave him out. You know, Nate, how how are you feeling seeing um, the, the the blue half or white half of of North London get to the Champions League final? What are your thoughts on the game? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be. I'll be honest. This has probably been the first and potentially last time that I was actually wishing Spurs crossed the line. <laughs> like when it when I was like. I was just chilling first half. I was thinking, oh, it's games, whatever. Like, when Ajax scored their first goal, and they scored the score second, I was like, oh, Tottenham have done the Spurs again. Then, oh, when Moore oh. scored the two in, when when he scored the two in three or whatever it was, I said, hold on, Spurs can do this. I turned off the computer. <laughs> I came, I said, I'm focusing now. Sat down, I said, yeah, I'm going to watch this. And to be honest, I think just before they scored or equalised, whatever, I felt they had kind of mucked up. There was a little bit where I thought it was like your chance had gone. Then when it dropped to Mora and Mora put it away, I literally, I'm not going to lie, I screamed. 
Okay. And then I realized, remembered it was Spurs. And then I remembered <laughs> that it was going to be a Spurs-Liverpool final. And at the moment, I'm like, I feel like I'm a little bit triggered. Like, it's like the lesser of two evils. Who do I want to win the trophy? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Even I, the chair was on the pitch now. Sorry. Sorry. No, nah, I know. They're, they're, they're fully jazzed and sucked. But I mean, yeah. I even thought to myself, hold on. Spurs could actually potentially win the Champions League before even winning the Premier League. And I know, I know Liverpool have done that, but they've got close a few times. I'm like, it's amazing. I don't know. I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping that the same energy happens tomorrow and it's an all-English final in both European okay, competitions. Okay, okay. Actually, I've got, a question. Yeah. I've got a question there, though. Uh, I thought about this uh, earlier in the week. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That if both finals are all-English finals, is that a good thing or a bad thing? For their Premier League, because we're not the pressure beyond. Danny Rose is drinking a Heineken. That better be Heineken Zero. <laughs> um, Danny says he's not playing Sunday. Seriously, he's drinking a Heineken on the bench. But um, um, do you think? I just wonder. I just wonder if that's going to be good because the pressure will be on then to stop the English clubs next season, isn't it? It's all going to be yeah. about stopping yeah. English clubs. But that's, but that's going to happen regardless, though, though I think. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen regardless because Real Madrid are out to, to <laughs> cause havoc on any... They're just going to spend until they can't spend no more because they have to because they're so far behind. Barcelona now, they're going to have to do the same because... They they've, won't be spent they, up, man. Yeah, but they have to spend again because... They're lacking something, Barcelona. Um, and... Barcelona haven't ever recovered from Neymar going, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's more than that, you know. I think I think they just haven't replaced early enough and they got nothing left in their, um, um, what do they call them, uh, their B team or whatever. The Mesa. The Mesa, whatever it's called. Yeah, I mean, they've got nothing coming through there at the moment. They need to refocus and young players coming through again but it's going to take them another three four five years but yeah. he's retiring in in one or two do you know what it is i think it's the same it's the thing what you said it's about the fact that messi is they now become they've gone away from being a team that had a, a way of playing and no matter who played in it they played well and then they had star players in those positions as well yeah. and they all played a style of play. now they've just got a star player they don't even play the way they don't even play the so-called Barcelona way because their formation is basically a four-four-two. But all their best players. And it, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. So then, all, all, all of their thing is basically, let's just give the ball to Messi because none of us are actually good enough to do anything else. Because if you saw the last minute against Liverpool, um, they had a, the guy had a chance and he should have shot because it came up to him. It came yeah. up, yeah. and then all, yeah. all he had in his mind was how pass. do I pass the ball to Messi? Yeah. Instead of shoot, and Messi was like so far away, he was like, "Why don't you?" Shoot? Even he was thinking, "Why don't you shoot?" But then he realized, if he shoots, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run at him for not passing me the ball. So mm-hmm. it's, it's they're in a they're in a weird situation where they've got a player of such greatness, but he's actually holding them back now, and they they got to realize that it is it's now over that me, that Messi Ronaldo era is is I think is personally over. It's done. It's this new it, so. These clubs are going to go and raid English clubs that there's no tomorrow to try and get a stranglehold away from English clubs. There's no way. Barcelona, there's, three, there's three clubs that can't allow this to continue, right? Bayern Munich, Bayern Barcelona, Munich. Oh, don't, Real Madrid. Oh, no, sorry, four clubs then. Bayern Munich, 
Barcelona, Real Madrid, PSG, and they got yeah. stupid money, and they're going to throw stupid money at it. And, okay, but and that and that's my worry that they're going to try and hoard. It's going to be so hit and miss. They're just going to damage everybody rather than improve everybody. Yeah, but say um, uh, what's it called? PSG can't do that because they've got um, they've got the fair play thing to sort out, and they still got they've got a hold. They've, they've pushed it off so far back that they they can't really do nothing to it. They're throwing more money at that situation. Well, they better pay the right people. Oh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. All right. Just sorry, just um going on to uh oh finish uh Tottenham. Jose Mourinho said that Liverpool achieved a miracle uh yesterday. Where does that put this game? Because um, if look I don't see I the reason why I ask that question is because I don't think Liverpool's victory was a was we've said this on here before. Barcelona are poor defensively. Like they're just flat out yeah. poor. So was that a miracle by Liverpool or was it um, just a good effort, really? They got their tactics right on the they, I think for me, they got their tactics right on the night. Yeah. I think Barcelona were very lacklustre in every department yesterday. Yeah. Like they, yeah. I believe they, they believed we just got to turn up yeah. and we, we've, we've got this game. Yeah. And I think when they got there underneath the lights at um, Anfield and they realised, hold on, we actually have to run. We actually have to do work. And they weren't, they weren't willing to do it. Because yeah. when they rested the whole team on Saturday, yeah. they rested their whole team. Yeah, all 11. And, they still, and they still, still didn't turn up for 95 minutes. And that's what I could... And and I thought... And I said to myself, when Messi missed that chance in the first half, when they went through and um, they had a three-on-two and they messed it up. I went, yes. gonna, and it was only lax behaviour that is the reason why they messed it up. There was one or two passes they could have made and they would have scored. And I'm, I, I, mm. I just thought immediately, you're going to regret that. You keep taking a piss, you're going to regret that. And they just continued making some stupid... Even Liverpool's first goal, what was he thinking to head it back like that? Yeah, that's what, for me, that's what I'm saying. It was poor. Yeah. And that's what it was. It was that's... poor. Like I'm not taking anything away from Liverpool. Obviously, they did what they had to do. Yeah. But for me, it was just like... But... Come on, man! You're making unforced errors. There was no need. But that's where I think the the press are going to just overhype. And I don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Liverpool scored four goals against Barcelona. No team has done that this season, right? So it's a good effort. But I just think it was a good effort. They were so lackluster, and they are so short of legs in their team. You keep up that Premier League. What you, what, I think what you've seen is Premier League effort. You you play for ninety minutes. There's none of this standing still nonsense. There's none of this. Hold on, I've got to take a breather. I'll just pop this around the back four. You'll allow me whilst my team takes a breather. There's none of that, which happens in 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 Spanish football. And you can't go to um, um, as 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 teams have found out. You can't go to. Brighton and take it for granted that you're walking away with three points. I think that's another slide, Dignate. No, no, I'm, I'm accepting anything, bro. I'm accepting. So, hold on, what did what, 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 nah, the Brighton comment? Arsenal couldn't beat Brighton on the weekend. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking forward. I was thinking about Man City. Okay. They can't take that for granted. They're going to have to turn up. Yeah. Um, Brighton are hard to break down. You cannot take for granted yeah. that you're going to go with it. Sorry, sorry, I did. 
I didn't mean that as a dig at Arsenal, you know, because I'm, I'm... No, 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 go ahead, bro. No, 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 I'm I'm in two stages because obviously last season they did the same thing and they've got this they've got this attitude Barcelona where they feel we're Barcelona we won the first game three 0 you surely you must know that you can't beat us you should give up let's just walk around the pitch for ninety minutes and then just go home and it happened to them at Roma last year they beat them four 0 and that was a Roma side that Liverpool washed easily because they were terrible then um, a year later they do it again beat our Liverpool. And they come to Anfield, and as you said, lackadaisical uh, play. But I think it's lackadaisical mentality where they just, oh, do you know what? Can't bother to do anything here, lads. Let's just hope Messi does something, and then do you not, we can all just go home. Do you not think that's that is evident of Spanish football though? And we yeah. talked about the fact that Spanish football only has like the four teams or whatever it is here, yeah, or whatever yeah. year it is, and everyone else is just kind of we just turn up and roll over them. And I yeah. think they've kind of got so much into the habit of a lack of competition. Yeah. That's what they do. They only have to really play like, what, eight proper hard games apart from Champions League. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think also, <coughs> excuse me, um, there's also the issue of they're still playing homage to the uh, idea of personality. And if you look at the teams that are dominating uh, at the moment, they're teams and they play to a system. You may not like some of them. I don't like Liverpool's that much, but it's a it's an effective system, and the system works. Whoever you bring in and out of that team, whereas yeah, Barcelona, for example, that well, there's reason why you still pay homage to to Messi. Let's not um, overkill the downside of him, but Real Madrid are suffering. They can't replace him, yeah, and they haven't come up with um, a a tactic. To um, to to deal with him, to deal with the loss of him. Sorry, and then you've got PSG. It hasn't worked for them. Okay, you you won your league by twenty points, but is Neymar worth his five hundred grand a week? Not really. Is uh, Mbappe worth the hundred? I uh, know two hundred and twenty million. I think he will be eventually because somebody's going to want him. But he doesn't play to. Can they do without him and still have won the league by 10 points? Yeah, definitely. And they might have even got further if they had a formation. Mm. But uh, it's definitely, I think you're right. It's a case of the fact that you've got the Premier League, never say die attitude from every single club until the last minute, until you're literally dead. And it's actually of the other teams in Europe where we, we play one or two good big games a, a year. The other teams, they all know they don't play. They, they can't beat us. We turn up, they roll over. Some of them get moved to my club. Some of them get moved to a bigger club. And that's how it works. And everyone's okay with it. And that's the system. And that's why they come up short against teams like Liverpool, like um, Tottenham, even Man United when they beat PSG, where they think a game's over. They're like, okay, we'll, we, 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 we're we're more talented than you guys. You can see that we're better than you. Like, it's it's a it's a done deal, isn't it? And it's like, no, actually not. It's not. We're going to work harder than you. And we're gonna, if you don't match us, our level of skill level will match yours. And then then we'll win the game. And that's, I mean, that's what happened in the PSG Man United game. 
and the Liverpool Barcelona game, as we saw last night. It was just, I mean, we, we said it on this podcast today before that I think I went with a Liverpool win, but I, I, I just couldn't see Barcelona not scoring. I think Dell, you had it the same. I think you had it as a a draw, but still Barcelona to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. It's it just shows you that you just can't take your foot off the gas. Nah, not when you, you, you can't. Not when you created the chances that Barcelona created in that first half, or even there were some passes on and the player was through, and then they just refused to take it. And I'm like, okay, mm. listen, you can't come with that kind of attitude. You're going to get punished, and they got punished, and they got mm. to accept it. It's not shameful, but they, they got. To it. It's, it was it was funny because somebody asked me today. He goes to me, ah. Oh, I just don't understand why they didn't, um, why they didn't just um, get up for it and and like start scoring goals. Um, when it, I was like, it's momentum's a funny thing. You can't just suddenly be so like, let's play this out, let's play this out, we'll let's play within ourselves, and we'll we'll just win it. We'll lose two 0 but we'll go through. And suddenly, when you're four 0 down, be expected to hit a switch and then hit into top gear and score two, three goals. It doesn't work like no, that. It's, it's, not, can... it's not that you can't start sluggish and expect the other team to either come down to your standards or run out of steam straight away. You can't expect that. And, it's, and it wasn't even that. They they created the chances. They started okay, Barcelona. But they were like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get another one. Are you sure? Why don't you just take this one instead? You know, you've created this chance. Take it. And they were like, ah, you know what? And Messi was trying to, oh, you know what? Rather than me pass it to um, the left back, let me just let me just cut back onto my left foot and then I'll curl it into the bottom corner. Ah, oh, you know what? He's tackled me. Ah, oh, that's all right. Don't matter. Doesn't matter. Finish that chance. That's the away goal. Then you can relax. But, like, yeah, they were not clinical at all. Not man. clinical. No, no. They were totally wasted. Totally wasted. Totally and... Waste. and they got punished for it. And you know what? I And I don't say this season, I don't like them very much at all. And not their fault. But um, I don't like Liverpool very much. But good on them for, for putting them to the sword and carrying on and just saying, you know what? If you don't want it, we do. We're hungrier than you. We need to. Mm. We need to. Fit. And there's talk of Messi crying in the dressing room. Wait. There was, there was, there was talk of them leaving Messi on. They, they, they apparently the coach drove up and left Messi. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have to even uh, take the missile. Even a coach driver wouldn't be that brave. <laughs> the last time he was driving coach. I think yeah. <laughs> but you know what it was for me, though? What, for what it was yesterday was Liverpool had certain players that looked almost world-class. I haven't seen Henderson play like that before. He was he was bossing that midfield. Well, you, had, you got, got Wijnaldum as well when he came on. You, as I'm saying, you had Ronaldo, you had Origi scored two, bro. The other day, he, he, he still looked rubbish, uh, to be fair. He had, to, yeah. he had to have the ball in front of him in an empty net for him to score. Do you know what I mean? Twice. I mean, bro, he did what he had to do, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? You could only take the chances that are in front of him. But he, he is a 10... Well, when they had him, he was a 10 million pound striker. So you'd hope that he would be able to hit the back of the net when it's empty. But yeah. that said, there was pressure on him to finish that one. Yeah, it's beef. Come on, even that quick corner. Yeah. Come on, that was mental. But um, even um, what's that? What's that? Um, what's the other? I tell you, you had a quietly good game. Uh, the Brazilian, no, Fabinho. Fabinho, yeah, he had a quiet good game. It was always in Messi's face. But like they just, yeah. they just started like they wanted it. They were angry about something. 
And then you just got to match that. You match that for the first 45 minutes and you're in. But yeah. they just went, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, and they don't they don't deserve to be on final because if you're not that hungry, then don't get there. No. I'd, I, I, to be honest, I'm not Liverpool's biggest fan, but I give them so much respect for what they did yesterday yes. because I, I, I have no, I have no place, time or liking for complacency. Right. If you want to be complacent, then go somewhere else, man. Right. I, you, if you, if you're that much better, then then work harder and and just win the game. Isn't, don't they always tell you that? Um, oh, look at these world class players. It's not what they do. It's 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 the it's the it's the um, effort they put in. They work harder mm. than everybody else. Blah blah blah. Not on yesterday's evidence. Swear yeah, they were diving all over the place from minute one. Yeah. Not, not actually, but that he is and and letting his movement hurt. So one one thing. One thing I, 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 I um, we spoke about last week was about Suarez and the fact that how when he scored um, his goal um, and he celebrated and you like that. Yeah. Now I, I had a Liverpool fan on my ear just constantly going on about how oh I don't mind him I don't mind him scoring or celebrating his goal against um, us. It was the other stuff he did in the game last night, the fouling, the diving, the cheating that got my nerves. And I took offence to that. I was like, this is he did that at your club as well. But now, yeah. now he's doing it against you. You're finding it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a black mark against um if humanity. Watch, if you watch if you watch the commentary, it wasn't Robbie Fowler giving it. No, I'm not having it. Uh, yeah, having it. Suarez was this, that, and the other. I'm thinking, hold on, you didn't think that when you were wearing his t-shirt, even though you racially abused that player, you didn't say that yeah, no, he was diving all over the place or biting some other player. Yeah. Like, you, you were all bloody happy that he was a Liverpool player. I'm not having. Oh, I'm not having that. He wasn't world class. What? Because he moved on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. He just, he, he just tried to do a Suarez yesterday. That's what it was for me. In the first, I think it was like the first five ten minutes, I saw him doing some niggling little things, and I thought, "Yep, yeah, that's just Suarez." He's, yeah. he, he, that's what, that's he, what does. he does. Like I didn't, I didn't take it. I didn't take. I didn't think of it as any way. I just thought he's just being him. This is the same guy that. Handballed the goal on the line when he's playing Garner, brother. Yeah, like, exactly. he does whatever he gets. He the exact same thing. When when he was at Garner, he he'll do whatever, and then mm. he just went right, lads. Ten men behind the ball, just don't concede. We're done. Yeah, but the thing is, that's what what I don't like about Liverpool fans in this sense is that now it's happening. Now he's doing it against you. You now want to act holier than now, and you yeah. claim football d- deserves better. But when he was in it for year on year at your club, oh, they were defending him. They were defending him. Oh, he just he just shown determination to win a game of football. And I, I just went, I had to call BS BS on it and say, Nah, actually no. He's always been like this. This is who he is. You either like him or you don't. Don't try now to say that now he's a bad person because he's doing it against your club. Because when he was doing it against every other club, for your club, you didn't give a hoot about it. And it, it was interesting to see his comeback. He was just like, Oh no, no, it's not that. It's it's just that it, it, it was. He went a bit too far against us. He went too far. He well, crossed the line. Oh, he's doing it in a different shirt. He'd always been doing it for Liverpool. Mm. Uh, just then, he just did it in a different shirt. That's it. Pure and simple. Mm. He, he is now doing it for somebody else. When before that, he was doing it for Ajax. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not having that. Just, yeah. That's that, that two facedness of Liverpool fans got me there. Uh, so, as was has always been a scrote, and he will remain a scrote. Did you guys see what um, what Pep said about uh, about Liverpool and the media when there was, he said basically oh. how? Um, 
the media, there's this media bias about Liverpool wanting Liverpool to win the league. Everyone wants Liverpool to win the league for yeah. for for some particular yeah. reason. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've I've said it before. This is like I don't know. It's like the great hope. This for me, this feels like a fairy tale. You know, like we they they literally they've set the plot. And if Liverpool can turn around and want, win the league, I reckon they've got DVDs. I reckon Sky have already made their broadcast. Yeah. Literally, I, could, I think genuinely everyone wants Liverpool to win it. And I think, I don't know if it's against the money thing of Man City or what Man City stands for, because I believe Liverpool have also spent equal amount of money recently. But for whatever reason, I genuinely believe that there is a kind of, almost a conspiracy where everyone else wants I, Liverpool I would say that, they want the I would say I agree with you, Nate, on that one, because I had a conversation again with, a, with an Arsenal fan, actually, about this. And he wants Liverpool to win the league. And he, he claimed that it's because... Um, he he wants Arsenal to win the league. I mean, sorry, no, obviously he wants Arsenal to win the league. He wants Liverpool to win the league just because of the way Man City have this divine right to buy the best players and to they they just they spend money. They don't bring no one through. They don't buy no one no unnamed brand players. And I took offence to that. I said, hold on a minute, look at Liverpool squad. There's only about two or three players who came well, who either came through the ranks or was not a. Um, a key signing and he was like what do you mean what do you mean and I was like okay it's, if you look at the, the, the back four you've got your goalkeeper he was 16 million you've got um, uh, Van Dyke. he was 70 million you've got Andy Robinson he was about 10 million he's probably at 15 so I'll I, I give you him at a push you can have him not many people looking at him he came from Hull you took a gamble in fair enough you've got Trent Ar- Arnold who came for the ranks you bought Matip for free fair enough you can have those three he looks. If you look at if you look at the, the midfield, it was it's Henderson. He was twenty million pounds, and he was an up and coming young English talent that lots of clubs were yeah. looking at. So he wasn't a, a gimme just because he's been at the club for a long time. Doesn't mean he's he's um, he's um, away from being um, a key signing. You got you got Cater, who's he cost fifty million pounds, can't even get near the first team. Um, you've got you've got Salah. Mane, forty million pound a piece to just to round it up. You've got um, who else you got? In, you've got Lalana, who he was twenty million pound. He's 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 in a squad somewhere. You've got um, you've got Shakiri. You've got Shakiri, Shakiri was what he was class as a Swiss the Swiss Messi. You got Ronaldo was twenty five million pounds. and that when twenty five million pounds was a lot was a lot of money. It might not be today, but two three seasons ago, it was still quite a lot of money. They've got Oxley Chamberlain, who cost thirty million from Arsenal. I mean, yep. the list goes on. You got Divock D- Rigg cost twenty million, and he was the biggest. Uh, he cost ten. He cost ten. He cost ten. Was it ten? Okay, ten million. But he was the biggest thing coming out of Belgium at the time. But hold on, hold on. I think I don't think that's the. I don't think that's. Wait, no, wait let me finish. So, no, wait. Because so, he was going on about that, and I said, D- I've just broke down the whole squad, and there's only three people you can say that has been a kind of a gamble or, or such or come through the ranks. And it, Man City, they've got at least they've got one. They've got Phil Foden. It's not much difference between the two. So him I saying don't... that, him saying that Man City are the club that uh, are the devil because all they do is spend money. They just all they know is how to spend money on the name brands opposed to Liverpool. It's un- it's not true because Liverpool do the same thing. That isn't true. But I think we need to look at it a bit more simplistically, especially in terms of the uh, visual media, right? And that is look at who all their um, pundits are. You've got uh, 
Phil Thompson on Soccer Saturday. You've got Jamie Deadcrap on 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 most live games. You've got Graham Souness on most most live games. You've got Jamie Carragher on most live games. They're Liverpool supporters, and that's the main reason <clears throat> why they um, want Liverpool to do well. And they talk up Liverpool constantly, and they try the, and they try their best to take the pressure off Liverpool. Uh, and I, th- there is an agenda there because they're Liverpool fans, and the TV people are just going along with it. Even when you go, uh, even when you go to the BBC match of the day, you've they drag out Danny, um, what's his name, Danny Murphy, Murphy, um, on a regular basis. That's what's feeding the media circus of, oh, you know what, it'd be brilliant, and and people forget. <clears throat> in terms of this season, Liverpool have outspent Man City. Yeah. Liverpool have outspent yeah. Man City. In the last four years, Liverpool have spent £400 million. Yeah, but they'll talk about net spend. Yeah. That's no, what no, 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 about no, no, that's, that's, that, no, that's because they've... No, I don't know. No. I'm saying yeah. that's a nonsense. That's a nonsense statistic. But that's, that's, what they, that's, what they, that's, what, that's what they keep on saying. No, but it's about our net spend. Mm. We, we got... We, we've no, it's also... not about their net spend because... They've been lucky, not like, well, yeah, somewhat lucky to find a Barcelona club that was desperate and wanted to spend 140 something million on on, yeah. on Coutinho. Coutinho, and somebody who spent 78 million or 79 million on uh, Suarez, although that was probably more money well spent. But 149 for Coutinho was just mugging somebody in broad daylight, like, mm. and, and they've been lucky in that. Have they spent it well? a bit hit and miss to be honest but they have spent it and they should put they should hold their hands up and just say to get to this point and let's not forget where they are they're a point behind Man City a point behind mm. so it's not as if they've done well and I just heard uh, Tim a guy I really don't respect Tim Sherman say it would be a disappointing season if Liverpool don't win the league Damn right it will be, because you ha- even get into the Champions League final, because you have you had a twelve point lead at one point, yeah. and now you are a po- going into the last game of the season. You are relying on Brighton to do you a favour. That's not that's not uh, a team that is preparing to win a, uh, a league, in my opinion even having spent the money that they've spent. So they're going to have to go again. If they don't win the league, they could even win the Champions League. But if you don't win the league, you're going to have to go again. Even if you win the Champions League, you have to go again. Who do you buy now? Where does does Oxlade-Chamberlain actually play in your team now? Well, he kind of doesn't at the moment, but, you know, teams evolve. So we'll guess he'll he'll try and switch up and change... Formation probably to try and fit him in, try to change style and see what happens there. Yeah, there's a danger there, though, isn't it? There's of course there is. There of course there is. Repeat. There's a danger there that you can't repeat what you've just done. And from that point of view, but I think it's yeah. I think for me, it's also the fact that, as far as they're concerned, Liverpool were the greatest team, British team. Yeah. Their Man United came along, and now Man United. Mourinho's ruined them. They've gone back to the original kind of, well, let's hope that 
our original kind of team, Liverpool, get can get back onto it. I think that's what it is. They're looking at it and they're like, Liverpool haven't won the league in 30 years. Yeah, they want, they need them to win this league this year. And to be fair, Liverpool need to win the league this year. Mm. I agree. Because my thing is this, if they don't win the league this year, every other team is going to get better. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They, every other team is looking to prove. Uh, Chelsea might be able to buy no one. It's been confirmed they can't buy anyone. Yeah. But they don't have to. They've got about 35 players on loan. Yeah. So it will still be like they're buying players. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to look at, and I think by next season, more teams are going to start saying, okay, actually, we're going to be, we're going to play now. And then let's see what happens to Liverpool. Mm. True, true, true. Well, as you said, you said, you said that, um, that Man United were, they came along and sport the whole Liverpool dominance of the 80s. But I don't know if you, well, we all must have seen or watched online the highlights of Gary Neville absolutely having a meltdown on, on TV about how bad Manchester United are from top to bottom. And I have to give you credit though on this one because he mentioned something that you said when we were talking about Rio Ferdinand and getting the job as technical director. And I was kind of like, well, why not? He, Gary Neville, was absolutely adamant. How can somebody who's never had the job before take control of the biggest job in football, he called it, and who's no, had no experience? He's, and he, what he, he said, he wants the best in class for the position. Somebody who's been there, done it, knows what to do. Because there's a lot of inexperienced people in there and people who have been in the job for, what, three years or so in Edward Woodward, who... Have basically have basically failed, and he's saying expert talking nonsense, man. They got one of the best directors of football on their board of directors already. He's wasted his time with the FA and and, and FIFA. Right? I think David Gill, he's still there. He's well, still there. He's obviously well. He, he's not, I'm not too sure much how much power he holds. You get him in for a year. You get somebody underneath him. You tell him to train up that person. Give them, help them with contacts in football, and then um, see what he can do. But you give him a year of 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 um, handling that club and trying to stabilise that club. They are so far off doing um, anything of yeah. common sense. But because he, he said he said one thing that will will we'll reply to you, you will know a lot about this. Was but that he goes um, Manchester United at the moment remind him of how what Tottenham were when Pochettino took over. There was a lot of bad eggs they had to get rid of, and it took him it took him close to three years to get rid of those bad eggs and to clean up. In, in his, what do you call it? A deep cleanse of the squad. And so is 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 that where Man United are? I do they need this deep cleanse? Is he going too far? Yeah, he's he's. he's being a typical United fan and and, and and this is the thing what you just said um, about um, it's the biggest job in the world it's not the biggest job in the world the biggest job in the world is at a club that's winning something it, that's not the that's not the biggest club in the world it is a club with a massive fan base but just it's that the teams that are successful excuse me uh, year after year are those teams that like uh, keep on renewing themselves and uh, this United t- United club has stopped renewing itself some guys come in and thought you know what the only thing I have to do is spend big mm. and, he's, and he's got schooled on that one he, he needs a manager and Gary Neville's got a big beef because he wanted his he wanted Pochettino in there that's 
he thought Pochettino will bring success to this club. That's what he wanted. That was his ideal. He still might. <laughs> uh, he might. If, uh, if if the club win this Champions League, he might, yeah. Yeah, he might. He might. But, okay. that, but that's... Gary Neville's over-egging his pudding there. They don't need a deep cleanse, he... but they do need to stop paying homage to great person, uh, great personalities, football personalities. Like, if Pogba doesn't fit in your team, get rid of him then. Do you know what I mean? Or adapt, or, or adapt the team. Or why did you buy Lukaku if you're not going to use him? Like to to his skill sets. I mean, then if you don't want to use him, move him out of the team. Are you going to believe in Rashford? If you're not, move him out of the team. Accept it. And that's the problem that they have. They're not willing to accept. Everybody's trying to do, and forgive me for using this analogy because you could do it on some other teams as well, but everybody's trying to do a, a Daniel Levy and a Tottenham. Make big money on a, uh, a homegrown player and then buy in some decent talent or stick with a homegrown player and then... Uh, sell for big money players that you've purchased. They're all trying to do that same thing. Well, and you can't, you can't, it, it's, it's more complex than that. And what they've ended up with, and you have to have patience. People forget that Mourinho, Pochettino's had um, five years at Tottenham. And as everybody wants to keep reminding us, we haven't won anything. If you're prepared to accept that, then you can also do the same thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. But Nate, tell me, tell me this: where, where do they start on a deep cleans? It clean if they had to. Who, who, what, what, who needs to go? Who, who needs to stay? Because I've spoken to a few Man United fans, and they've got a, a few suggestions. So I'll, I'll take you through some of those afters. But what's your thoughts? Okay, um, it all depends on what you, in the sense of where you want to do the deep clean. Is it that you just want? personnel on the pitch, like in the sense of where do you need players, and if it's about where you need players, they probably need they need the spine of the team we looked at, in the sense of that may, that potentially will go goalkeeper, defender, centre midfielder, forward, like someone to build the team around, and that's not to say that De Gea is not an amazing keeper because I think he is, but he this season he's been prone to a lot, he's been prone to mistakes that he used to make when he first came to United, right? And that's kind of, I'm not sure why you're regressing backwards. So it might be that you're saying, look, I want out of here. I don't believe in Ole or whatever it is. But for whatever reason, he's just making kind of school, like little kind of schoolboy errors. So for me, I think for United, they get a proper spine of your team and then the rest of it you can build around. You've still got 505 there. And as much as you think he's not, like as much as United are not playing him, and for whatever reason, he's still a decent player. And if you you can build your team around those kind of players, then you still can be you can still do well. But in the sense of what personnel, I don't know to be honest because I got to worry about Arsenal. I think Arsenal needs to do something. Okay, we'll, so, we'll come on to Arsenal. Don't worry, don't worry. But um, let me just tell you. So basically, the conversation I had with him was it was it was it was hilarious. So he said, "Okay, I don't really care if." any of the main United players, current squad, stay or not. And I mean any of them. He, Everyone can go. Anybody who wants to stay and, and chuck, um, chip in, stay. But 
positions need to be addressed. He goes, the goalkeeper situation, yeah. Either you sign or you don't. Make up your mind. Go stay. Right back. They need a right back. Because yeah. it goes, Ashley Young is not a right back and he's just filled in the gap for too long and he is now being exposed. They need centre-halves. Even though they, they've got four, I think at the moment, he, he said he would only keep one being um, uh, the, the Swedish guy's name. I uh, can't remember his name now. Um, Lindelof. Lindelof. He goes Jones, Smallin, um, Rojo, if you forgot he plays there. Rojo and... Um, he plays left back, doesn't he? And not where well, he's a centre half. He's, he's big enough to be a centre He's got left back. Um, and then, um, and the the guy from Cameroon, uh, Camero- not Cameroon, is it Cameroon? Senegal. Um, uh, from Villarreal. He's had a horrible time. Can't remember his name. Oh, he got injured. He, he done his knee ligaments in and he's not a play against. Basically, all four of those centre marks. Bailey? Huh? Yeah, Bailey. Um, Eric Bailey. Bailey? Eric Bailey. Yeah, Eric Bailey. Yeah. So those, those can all go. Left back, they could keep um, Luke Shaw, but they need a backup. Then they go into midfield. And he goes, um, uh, if you look at uh, what's it called, Matic, Herrera, um, Mata, uh, Fred, Pogba, all to go. And I was like, what? That's you, you're talking about getting rid of your whole team and starting again. That's not doable. You, you only get rid of. He goes, but these are positions that need to be like Fred's not good enough. Matic's his legs are gone. Mata's contract's up. Herrera's contract's up. So they're going to go anyway. And then you've got, um, on the wings, you've got, he said he'd keep Lingard and Martial. And then up front, he said get rid of Pogba, not Pogba, sorry, um, Lukaku, because he doesn't work. And then keep Rashford, if he's willing to stay, if he's not, then sod him off as well. And I was like, you're going to, if you do that, you'll end up getting relegated. And Oli will be sapped within two months. And I think what we said... Go on. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Uh, you, they do need to make decisions, though. If you're going to keep the hair into the following year of his contract, then keep him. Right. But just make a decision. If you're going to pay him the money, pay him the money. If you're not, then say you're not and let him go wherever he's going to go. You don't have to make that decision. He can make it for himself. Yes, they need a right back. Uh, yes, they need a centre half. Ten and a half. Yeah, several. Uh, uh, I I would suggest that they need a left back. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Luke Shaw. Um, they need midfielders, but you, you don't need that. You just need players who want to play. Like yeah, you need players that want to play. But I think you also need a philosophy. Yes. Well, gonna oh, yeah, he's got to come out with a style yeah. or whatever it is. He needs to be able to put that across. And similar to, I guess it goes similar to Emery at the beginning of the season. I know it kind of told off when he was so dead on playing this, let's play out from the back, let's play out from the back. And you had Big Sam talking shit about, oh, what are you doing? Like, why are you making them play that way? That's not how it's done. You've got to come up with philosophy. You've got to stick to it. Mm. Yeah? And it's going to take time. So even if, if the personal don't work for it, you move them on, you get personal that can work with it. And you've got to come up with a style of play that is going to challenge... The thing I've liked about him at the moment is he had a style of play which didn't include Lukaku, so he didn't play. That's that's fine, do you know what I mean? And it's got to be the same with Sanchez. If Sanchez don't fit into how you want to play, then don't play him. Then let him go. But if he does, play him. Yeah, but then you you started playing Lukaku 
But instead of playing them at the front of the front three, you then started playing one out wide. And that's like, well, okay, that goes against the whole break. And you don't know because what's his name was a good fan of that. Um, Johan Cruyff, when he first met Gary Lineker at Barcelona, played him out wide. And um, Benitez did it to Robbie Keane. Do you know what I mean? It's just a way of telling, telling a player, listen, not welcome, son. Yeah. But if I mean, that's the case, then let him go. That's the thing. So if you've got all your big players, because you said something interesting that you said you've got to keep the players who want to be there, right? So if Pogba doesn't want to be there, you, so he's got to go. If Lukaku doesn't want to be there, he's got to go. Um, and those are your better players. You get rid of those. You're left with the dregs that you wanted to get rid of in the first place. They're the better individuals. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, no, no. They're the better individuals. An yeah. individual has never made a team. No, no. I just said, I just, I just said, that I just said that they're your better players that you that, that you get you've got rid of, so and now you're left. But it, yeah, it okay. goes back to what Nate says. That he's got to have a system. Okay, but that's a that's a big gamble to have that many new faces. In it's the only gamble in town. Well, it's the only gamble in town. Otherwise, you're just gonna tootle around the edges for a little bit, remain about fifth or sixth, and then plunge off the edge of the earth when nobody wants to come to you. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to talk about Man United all, all day long, but look, Nate, let's go on. Tomorrow night, you've seen Tuesday and Wednesday football. It's Thursday football tomorrow. You, you've seen the English clubs come through and bring a, an English final to the Champions League final. What's your predictions for Thursday? What's going to happen? Uh, all right, fingers crossed. Fingers, toes? No, nah, I don't. To be honest, Arsenal were the only team last week to win. And if you've scared anything of today's performances or this week's performances, <laughs> it's like anyone who's won, they're going over. <laughs> so I'm hoping that whatever rot that is, that stops. Right. Um, while for the for the culture, I would love for Chelsea to be there. Realistically, I'd rather play Frankfurt all day long. And it's not because I think Frankfurt are a worse team. It's just that I think if playing Chelsea, it brings a different dynamic. Yeah, so even I think Liverpool and Spurs are going to realise that this is not a normal European final. Yeah, when you're playing against each other, this is this is where you believe that you can play against Ajax, you can do all of this, you can do the movement. This is a team that knows you in and out. This is a team that plays with you week in, week out. They know what you're doing, and it just brings that kind of extra zhuzh to the game. So personally, if we play Chelsea, then we play Chelsea. But if nothing is guaranteed, Chelsea have got a little way goal. They could get through. But I'm hoping that Frankfurt do it. But like I said, the way the momentum, if if I'm if I'm Emery or if I'm um, what's my Chelsea's manager? Sorry, for seventy-two hours. Yeah, seventy-two hours. If, I, if I'm any of them, Mister Seventy-two hours, I'm saying to my team: look at Tottenham, look at Liverpool, look at yourselves, make it happen. Okay. Yeah, because my thing is this: there's no point of you putting half your tank on today to save stuff for Sunday. Sunday means nothing. Yeah, last weekend, basically, apart from the league, the, the, the first and second, the Premier League is all sorted now. Yeah. All the positions are done. All of them are done. Yeah? They're talking about this eight-goal turnaround. Spurs, it doesn't matter if Spurs play a whole new team. They're not going to lose. And we're not going to, also not going to win by an eight-goal turnaround for that to happen. So everyone else is, all the positions are done. Chelsea have made it into the Champions League, so all they have to do to play for tomorrow is now this game. Right. So, I'm saying, like I said, I believe that if all is well, Arsenal and Chelsea should both go through in Europa. 
but knowing this football, it could be that none of us go through. And that would be, <laughs> I think, for me, would be the worst possible thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't see that. I see both teams going through. To be honest, I, I had that from the beginning. I, I see um, Chelsea uh, winning at home, and I see Arsenal getting a job done in Spain. I don't know how. What I don't want to give a, a score line, but I just see them getting a job done and going through hooker by crook, and that's all it. Te- and then with semi-finals, that's all that matters. It's not about looking pretty. It's not about being, playing the best football. It's about getting to the final and, and eventually winning it. Because no one cares if you if you lose in the semi-final. No one cares. Yeah. Del, what, what what's your thoughts? Do you reckon that Arsenal are going to join you in the European final? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Actually. Uh, I can't. Um, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I hope they actually do make it to the final. Um, I'm I'm supporting English teams in Europe. Unfortunately, that's what you got to do. And but Valencia are a different animal um, at in, at their own ground, and they missed some glorious sitters uh, against Arsenal at the Emirates. If Arsenal don't fix up, then they're going to lose this one. Uh, and um, I think it's a bit like United. I think individuals are just ruining Arsenal, and it's a bit difficult to get rid of. I don't know why he plays. O- why does he persist? Why did he play Ozil? I just don't get it. Ozil's uh, never the problem. Uh, no, he's, he's not the problem in terms of how he plays. It's just. He needs more of a balance to his side. Leave Lacazette and Aubameyang. They work good as a pair. Leave them there. Stop trying to add in Ozil for some uh, party dust or whatever. Just The two of them are effective enough to win the game, I think. Put some extra strength to cover that back four, which is a... Uh, I, I'm thinking I could get some under nines to create, to find some space within that. Nah, I think I, I think it'll be a very harsh there. I think it'll be a very harsh name there. Me, I, think, I think the cup might be you. Name me, <laughs> me one Arsenal defender that would get into um, Manchester uh, Manchester City or Liverpool squad. Um, maybe Hector Bellerin might get in. No, 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 no. Current, not not one of your injured players. But give me one of your current back four who's going to play in the semi final. <sighs> On a good day, Koscielny. But it's the thing about this. It's not about this. For me, it's, that's not what it's about. It's about you've got you've got to only you can only play with the resources that you have. Yeah. And if this is the resources that we have, you play your you play your best team. Yeah. That's fine, right? But I'm just going to say you had two centre halves. Who turned, spotted the main striker in the box, the only striker, then when the free kick was taken, still allowed that striker to get a free header. Now, that's what the manager's got to, to, to deal with. And you can't, you can't magic that away over a two week period. I mean, there's 100% work that needs to be done. There's 100% work that needs to be done. This is come on, Arsenal... away from home. That's why I don't think it works. That's why I think you struggle because there isn't that commitment. You have to be 11. When you're away from home, you have to be 11. And I think you're at best 
eight or nine. And there's just two players who will have a off day. Well, this is what I'm saying. I hope that, like I said, I'm hoping that we get a goal early-ish stores to settle it down. And I reckon you score one. If we score one or even two, then we're definitely through. I know. I can, I can, I can see you scoring one, but I can see uh, Valencia scoring four. That's my only problem. That's a, four. Yeah, that's how horrible your team is. Nah, like, like I said, I think it's definitely got to your head, but it's cool. No, no. I'm, I'm going to be in the euphoria. No, the, the thing is, like I said, I think last season, being in the semi-finals and losing hmm. was one thing, and I think a lot of those players don't want to be that again. If you do go through, I think you might go through on away goals, but I worry. It, it, and it's just your defence. Okay. There's issues in the field, but it's just your defence there. All right, well, let's leave on that note, guys. I know Del, you must you must be shattered with all your celebrations that's going on, and the fact that you know you're probably still high, and you might need to calm down a little bit. Um, <laughs> and Nate, good luck for tomorrow, and um, yeah, we'll be back again next week, and hopefully we can be discussing about a, a European double header and seeing which of the English clubs are going to pick up the trophies. So, sorry, can I just say one more thing? Before go, I go, go on. In. Can you, big up, can, you, can you big up Vincent Company because that goal was a scream <laughs> on Monday yes I will big up Vincent but whole, Vincent, whole time Vincent like I, I'm with you with this one I, I was with you until you let me rephrase that at no point did I want you to shoot until the ball was in the top corner <laughs> it was that I just went, uh, to be fair there was 20 there was 22 People, no, sorry, there's 21 players on that pitch that didn't want him to shoot. Yeah. Well, no, there's 11 players who did want him to shoot. No, no. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yes. There's 11 players who did want him to shoot. They were like, yeah, go ahead, mate. You, you, you take. So, fair play to you. I'm doing it, but I don't, I don't, I think that's your one time. I don't think Lightning was ever going to strike twice. So, please, when you're playing um, Brighton, don't think that you're going to hit another screamer. I, I, I could be Can wrong just... here, but. I just got Sky Sports News on, and they're showing a, a North London pub of Spurs fans. It is the emptiest pub. <laughs> There's hardly anybody in this. Like they got five people <laughs> running around. It's just embarrassing, man. I can't believe Sky showed that. This is insulting. We have more fans. Come on, everyone's got BT Sport at home now, man. Come on, Spurs didn't believe this wasn't a game for them to go pub. Uh-oh. First of June. First of June, though, the pubs will be rocking in North London. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair. All right, guys. See you again next week. And we're done for another week. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week, providing you with the latest news in football. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back, providing you with great content.